I believe I have made a significant find in the Kandarian runes, a volume of ancient Sumerian burial practices and funerary incantations. It is entitled Naturan de Manto, roughly translated Book of the Dead. The book is bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. Welcome back to Pretty Punk no. Network. Oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. The Macabre Sort. <laughs> I thought you were going to fuck up again. Welcome, welcome back, Pretty Punks. That's what they are. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Gotcha. Honestly. That makes sense. No. No improvisions at all. I'm so confused. <laughs> this episode, we're talking about the Evil Dead. Uh, we're, I decided to do it this this month to talk about the evil dead because a new show just released and it's from the first episode it looks pretty promising it like <laughs> it, is. It, it is directed by sam raimi so it, it's very promising yeah. but uh jesus this was this was a pretty scary film for one that only like had a budget of 300k yeah which okay that's that's i've never made 300k my entire life but as a as a movie that's pretty small of a budget. Yeah. And um, this movie was actually like the first film. Like Evil Dead, like from the show, you can tell that like, oh yeah, Evil Dead is a camp movie. But if you watch the first film, like the 1981 film. Yeah. It is like a straight up horror movie. Yeah, it is. I like, like totally forgot about that. You don't get anything. You don't realize that anything's going to be comedic until you watch the second film, rewatch yeah. the first, and look towards the end a bit. Yeah. But you'll, you don't get like full on like, oh, the next one's going to come out as comedy, but like there's little hidden elements at the end of the first. And Bruce Campbell's acting was really, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Not in this movie, in the other movies, he's funny to shit, but in this movie, he's yeah. really, um, hasn't really blossomed yet. He's very yeah. he's very conservative in the way he acts. Yep. Like he's very quiet, or unless he's like in a scene where he can be loud. He's like, "Hey, guy." Other than yeah. that, he's not as wacky as he is in other movies. That is true. He's not the fucking hammy ass, fucking dude we know from Army of Darkness. I love hammy ass actors, dude. <laughs> like you have no idea. They're my favorite. <laughs> fucking Bruce, hammy motherfuckers. Oh god. But no, this. Oh my god. What was your favorite part about this movie? Like mine. Uh, the first films, particularly. Particularly. Uh, I don't know, honestly. I like to think about it. Yeah, I, I, it just caught me. Okay, I, so I can't point out what actually caught me though. Okay, so the new, the new. I, I noticed like there's a lot of like it's gonna be weird because I don't want this whole podcast to be about like comparing Evil Dead to other to it's like it's the newer properties. Yeah. But in the newer films, it uses a lot of CG. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the newer, like, in the show, it uses a lot of CG. In this, it's, like, pure prosthetics. Yeah. For some reason, it's so much more eerier. Yeah. Like, ah. Uh, like, and it uses cheap, like, of cheap, cheap effects. Like, somehow makes it even grosser. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I love about it. I don't know. Okay, why. that'd be the thing, is what turned me on to it, is, like, the grotesque look of how the, uh, People are possessed by the oh, yeah. demon spirit. Deadites. But yeah. at this point, they're still just, like, possessed. Yeah. 
But, oh my god, like, the first girl who gets possessed, like, her movements were so weird. It looked like she was being, uh, like, she was a, what is it called when the, um, like what Pinocchio was. Puppet? What, like, it was a specific kind of puppet. Ventriloquist doll. No, it wasn't ventriloquist. It was a specific kind of puppet oh. where, like, a, it was on a strings and stuff. It was that kind of marionette. Yeah, it was a marionette. There you go. She moved like a marionette doll, and it was really, really creepy. Because like her, like her whole body would stay positioned. Also, her arm would just like fly up with the knife. In oh it. yeah, it yeah. Like, okay, got you. Yeah, was, now I remember. Yeah. It is such a weird movement. Like when I talk about Japanese horror a lot, like it's like I attribute a lot of the horror that they give because their movements are so um, obscure. Yeah. That that is like. That's also why that movement, like, weirded me out. Because it was just not natural, the way she was moving. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All I gotta say is, watch the first episode. First episode? Yeah, of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, watch it. Oh, my God. Dude, we're, I'm sorry. We're here to talk about that. We're here to talk about this one. This one, um... <sighs> like... The character design, everything, which is so creepy. And it's weird, because, like, it's weird how he decided to go into, like, a B-horror movie-type feel. Not, uh, that's weird. Saying it into, like, a more comedy-esque type film. Yeah. Because he could have continued on with, like, straight-up horror film if he wanted. Yeah. But, it, I, I don't know. It, I wonder if it didn't have to do with, like, since they're best friends and stuff in real life. Like, from when they went to school and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, if they thought, hey, should we maybe ham it out? Ham it out. Yeah, ham it out. <laughs> Bruce Campbell wanted to really ham it out. That'd be so neat. <laughs> oh, my God. Plus, he's so pretty. Bruce Campbell? Yeah. Like, serious. <laughs> he's that, like, suave man that doesn't have suave. to dress suave to be suave. Dude. And his pickup lines are amazing. God, he's... <laughs> <laughs> to us. Yeah. To us. What if, like, in the actual real world where, like, girls who aren't scripted to say responses are like, what the fuck is this guy all about? Dude, I think it'd work with this guy. guys that are weird like us because we're weird. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to try it anytime soon. But yeah, I, I touch his boomstick. Exactly. <laughs> right? God, give me that. Give me that. Is, hand. They have it labeled as a fantasy film on yeah. Wikipedia. What? I uh, think do we have to erase this episode? It's not a it's it's a it's not a horror, uh, dude, it's a fantasy. It's weird. <laughs> I know that when they first made the film, like they made it two years prior, but it was a short film called Within the Woods. Within the Woods. Yeah, and it had the same exact concept, but that? like Bruce Campbell, I think, played the demon in it. Really? Yeah, in the very first take of it. Because they wanted they put it next to Rocky Horror Picture Show. To see how it do in really? theaters in their area, and it did shit. I guess Wait, so there's like a movie out there called Within the Woods. Yeah, in 1978 they did this one. It's the same exact movie basically, but it's a short film of this. Okay, you mean not you mean it's the same concept? Yeah, okay. but like it's the same script. Oh really? Yeah, it's the same exact Except, script. Like, like it's just short. The, they, they show some of the um, roles around too. Yeah, like okay. they uh, elongated the whole movie after. They saw the acceptance. Oh, yeah. I can't... 
I think this is the one of the few films that I've seen use claymation. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Dude, I've never seen that before. Claymation in a movie? It's just weird. I was like, I I didn't know what it was when I first watched it. But yeah. Like after studying films for a while, I was like, holy fuck! Like claymation in a horror movie, I don't think I've seen before. Yeah. I can't think of any that was a, off the that's bed a cool either. Fact because um like. You get all those bright, gross colors yeah. that you need to, like, emphasize on, like, all, like, the nastiness of the bodies eroding away and everything. Yeah. And it just, like, looks even, like, more um, strange because, like, they're, not, they're just pulling pieces of clay away. <laughs> so it really doesn't look like it's dissolving as much as, like, it's just disappearing out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And they also have, like, weird bubbly scenes and stuff like that. Oh, wow. dude, the bubbly scenes are the coolest. And when they're spitting out milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the use of pus. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Like, it's it's a movie that just filled of, like, it's um, it's filled to the brim with, like, how to make a do-it-yourself do horror. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's, like, it's the manual for that. That's what, that's something that a lot of people don't look at much anymore, you know, like. Most do the CGI thing because they can afford it if they can, you know? Yeah. But, like, it'd be so cool to see more like this where oh, it'd yeah. be like, go back and try prosthetics because sometimes it makes some weird shit, you know? Yeah. Or anything that's just straight up do it yourself, what you have on site, try it. And just, um, just fucking. Well, um, just food coloring and cornstarch. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, my God. Uh, what was the scariest thing that you thought about this movie? Trapdoor. The trap... You mean, like, the chick in the door that all, yeah, the whole time? Yeah, that always scared me. Really? Yeah. Why? I couldn't imagine walking into a room and just, hey there, <laughs> like, I'm looking at you like, I'm gonna f- murder you and shit, you know? Oh, yeah. That scene... Oh, oh man, that... That scene, when they did the remake, also was what I was looking I mean, t- forwards for. Remake. Like, th- that's what I was looking forward to seeing is the main... That's the thing that caught my eye most of all in the film was that trap door where she's chained beneath it and stuff and she's just looking out all fucking weird and shit. You're like, whoa, you're supposed to be dead, <laughs> but you're not. The other main male character was just a fucking douche. He was. Like, he yes. was, like, unreasonably douchey. Like, I couldn't... That's, like, probably one of my main criticisms for this movie. That the only character that has any real, um... That has any real charisma or relatability would be Ash. Yeah. That's, like, my main criticism. I'm surprised he kept his cool during filming and everything, you know? Like... Just the just the look of where they're at filming. Yeah. Looks like it must just be horrible conditions for oh, yeah. like for the budget they had they had. Like I'm surprised that he kept his cool and maybe that's why that actor was so douchey in it. Well know? no, like, I wasn't that, I'm, I'm talking about the characters. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Like it, maybe out in the character it came out as that because he was like cold or I something. Yeah. I felt like he, he and he wasn't that great of an actor, like the other male lead. But, yeah. Like his character was so such a fucking dick. Mm. And like, oh, that's my biggest criticism of this movie is that none of the characters are redeemable at all, except for Ash. Yeah. Like, I mean, not redeemable, but like, 
have any depth to them except for Ash. Yeah. And even him in this movie is, like, not as much. Yeah. But, like, that dude was, like... I really wish he had a reason to be a dick. That made it more, like... Made me more, like, into it. Into, like, being into the characters. But I guess, like, this movie is more of an... I don't want to say it's an exploitation film. Because it kind of is. Uh, yeah. I, I At the same time, like... It's not to, like, the point of Candle Holocaust or anything like that. Yeah. Fuck that film. Or, like, Hostile. But, I don't know. Like, I just really wish that they would have had, like, a better cast of characters. Yeah. Just aside from Ash. Because Ash makes, made the movie. If they didn't have him, I don't think they could have an Evil Dead 2. I don't think they could have afforded an Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Yeah, very true. But, like, the scariest thing for me for this movie was definitely the sound design. The what? The sound design. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. The screaming, the yelling, the just, like, the puss and everything about, like, I mean, just, like, any, you could, you could listen to this movie on a podcast, like, on our medium, and still be just as fucking freaked out by what's going on. You, I don't think you could do that with almost any other horror movie. Very true. Yeah. Because, like, ah, oh, what, what, what scene was it? Where, like, where, um, that one girl, that, the Dick's, the Dick's, uh, girlfriend, she gets turned into it. She gets possessed, right? Yeah. And, like, she's just howling the entire time she's trying to kill them. And then they stab her in the back and she just, like, keeps going. <laughs> like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play that, uh, like, you know, I'm gonna play that clip, uh, just a sound clip of her moaning. Just to show. Yeah, it just keeps going on forever. And I'm just like sitting there. I remember first watching this. I was sitting there all by myself. I was just like looking for something to watch on TV. And I was like, what the fuck did I get into? And I was like sitting there like <laughs> holding my hand, holding my um, hands on my head. Like, oh, make it stop. Make it stop. Because <laughs> all she was doing was. <sighs> it was fucking crazy. But that's like probably what I applaud this film on the most, and I think most horror films should like definitely look into is like what ways can we make this sound scary? Like if you just listen to the audio of this uh, medium, would it be creepy? And I know like movies are a visual medium, so we should emphasize on like the on the visual aspect of it like the most. Yeah. But I think you're really like cutting your I think you're like really um, gonna deliver a lower quality product if you don't have good sound effects for your horror movies. No, yeah, very true. 
I, on that note, I think anything with sound effects is a way to make the visual appearance actually touch the person's soul in a way, you know, like to actually make them feel what you want them to feel Oh yeah. than just visually, you know, like, yeah, visually is there and it, that's the main form. But like you see all these like movies that use classical music most of the time with their stuff instead of actually working on directly the sound effects. Yeah. You know, which sometimes it works, but sometimes the cl- the music doesn't go with the sound effects or how the film is being portrayed where you actually mm-hmm. sometimes get a happy feeling during the movie. <laughs> so you're like, am I supposed to be laughing here? You know? Oh, yeah. Whereas I think, yes, there should be as much, if not up there next to visual effects like work yeah. on your sound yeah you you really need to make sure your sound design complements your yes. visual stylings because it could do the exact opposite could it could make a what should be scary scene totally like like not like totally not scary or in fact hilarious if yeah. you like put the right sound in it but uh fucking this film also feels like it's ahead of its time, too. Because it was made in 1981. Other movies that were coming out were like... Uh, Friday the 13th. Um, you had The Hills of Eyes. The Hills of Eyes. Uh, Night- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep, there you go. You had all those movies coming out, but I feel like this one like really touched on... like um, This really... This... Um, uh, what am I looking for? The supernatural element. Oh, yeah, no, yeah Okay, yeah. no. Okay. A more grounded supernatural element. Because, gotcha. like, Freddy Krueger... Um, Freddy Krueger is kind of a dream man. That's kind of, like, out there. Um, I, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to say that... I, okay. Like, I don't want to say that this seems more plausible. Yeah. But, like... Just the like the fact that he's like fighting his own friends and everything, and he's like seeing his f- friends being turned against him. Yeah, that is what was the most demented thing. Like, yeah. I, like ground is a wrong word, but like it like really try to touch home with like really try to like make you uh, more fucked up because like everybody this person like hung out with and liked was suddenly trying to kill him, and he had no alternative to. Yeah, fighting back other than just killing them. Uh, like, like most horror movies that in those days, there was there was like, oh, there's some way to get out of this. Yeah, but not this movie. Like, yeah. went it went fucking right, right into it. Like, nope, everyone has to die. Oh man, thinking about that, like, what happens if the second movie is just to make makes Ash seem kind of crazy, you know? Like going in, going back to the same place. Like he actually lost his mind a little bit from having to do all that from the first film, you know. Yeah. So that in the second, it kind of came out as like he's going crazy, and that's where the comedy came in. I really, I can't, I can't wait to watch the second one because, like, like after watching the first one, like the second they're one so feels different. Like, yeah, it's not weird. different, and like, the story is weird because like yeah. they recap the story or something like that. Yeah, basically it's just replay, but with a new cast. 
Yeah, which is really yeah. weird because like but it works. Different stuff happens too, like how people yeah. die. Who who is it? Like there's a whole totally different person in the basement. Well, the marionette thing happens throughout all the films. Oh yeah, yeah like I wonder what like like that's one thing that also creeped me out in the films was I was always afraid that there was something in my mother's house when I was younger that was going to come after me in the dark looking like that movement. So I was oh, like, yeah. fuck that. That weird marionette movement. Fucking, didn't the exorcist, what time did the exorcist come out? Because I feel like the exorcist did that too every now and then. 79, I think. I'm probably way wrong. I'm but I thought it was 79. Seventy-three. Okay. Holy shit! Yeah, that old. Wow, dude. I wonder. Okay, because that's probably where um, Sam Raimi got that from. Then. Fuck. That blows my mind. And I'm waiting for someone to write into me telling like, no, Nightmare on Elm Street came out before. I mean, after or before. So Sam Raimi's just like, okay, but like still. Dude, nah. Fuck that person that says that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It still, it feels like, well, hell, it feels I, so much fresher. I think there was a huge competition in the horror market at that time, too. Like, what can be the scariest? Like, at first it was Jaws. Then there was the whole Jason nightmare thing. Slasher film, yeah. basically. And then you had Hills Have Eyes come in with a bunch of fucking whole... Um, but like inbred redneck. Yeah, and they kind of pay homage to uh, Hills Have Eyes in the basement scene in this one. If you look closely in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The then there's the poster that's like half torn and shit. I wonder. I'm probably wrong about the Hills Have Eyes coming out around this time too. Yeah, I think it, a few it, years before. I think it came out in eighty or seventy nine, maybe. Because I know that Jaws came out before bah. both of them. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Jaws came out before yeah. both of them, pretty much. Yeah. Why well, don't... I don't really... I'm not good with fucking See, years. my dates are like... Yeah, now. they're like... Now I'm thinking that like Jaws was like 80s, but I know that it was early to late mid-70s. Yeah, it was definitely early to mid-70s, because yeah. Back to the Future played a because bunch to Jaws in the 80s. Then so I think... It wouldn't have come out then, but... Hills Have Eyes, I think, was in like 76 to 80, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, at least. Unless it okay, came but out there, in Okay, 80. but there was a huge competition. Yeah, and like, yeah, and like, I think he was just looking for a way to top him. And overall, he did it. He did it, but wait, but he didn't get recognition for it. Yeah. Because I will say this is probably one of the scary movies I've watched that hey. came from like early 80s, late yeah, 70s. Yeah, dude. What? Fucking Spider-Man, man. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk about After the second one, the first one was eh. The second one was, oh, awesome. Like, the last time, one was like, oh, please, Raimi, why are you doing this to us? Oh, man. Fucking Bruce Campbell's cameos and all of them. <laughs> Always fucking popping up. Is <laughs> the... Uh, uh, I think my favorite thing about this movie, it, like... It's like... My favorite thing about this movie is res- retrospectively. Yes. Because um, it's before it's well Bruce Campbell's still a baby. Yeah. And before Ash hasn't like reached his like superhero level of like notoriety yet, it like make no mistake. Ash 
from Evil Dead is a superhero. He is. He's a modern superhero this day and age. Like that's like what he's equivalent to. Yeah, and he can identify with him because he has no s- special powers. He's like you know. He's like the poor. No, I don't want to say the poor man. He's like the Whoa. worst Batman. He's like the horror version of Batman. Okay, I was take. I, <laughs> no. I was like, what? Well, technically, yeah, he's the poor man's Batman because Batman's rich and. Oh, I thought poor. you said porn. That's what, that's what I was like. What? I wonder if there's Evil Dead porn. Stop! God damn it! I'm gonna. I'm gonna need the same ass, sound effects for for sex. Big ass dildo as an arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and like at the end, it kind of droops and is flaccid, but it turns on and spins, so it looks like it's gonna beat people up. Oh my god, that's good. And his boomstick. What would his boomstick be? His wiener, of course. Ah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He fucking like shoots salmon out of him. <laughs> That'd be so hard to do, like flopping it over his back to sh- shoot the evil. He's never gonna fucking flop it over. No, he just turns around like what? He's like doing it. Oh my god, dude. Changa. <laughs> I can't get the image of a huge dildo on yeah, his. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, and replacing his hand and just flopping. And over. like it's neon bright colors, and it like glows. It glows. Yeah, it glows. So he knows who he's fighting. I really thought about that in a few seconds. Oh, fuck. There's Spongebob porn, so I don't think... What? Yeah, dude. Stop. I'm done. And Spongebob looks like a big block of cheese. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. I get that motherfucker. But yeah, Ash is basically the poor man's Batman. That's my point. This this day and age. Like, he even fights Wolverine in one of the comics. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> he fights on oh, shit. How the hell would you do that? You'd think that know. his Wolverine's it's knives would be able to cut through. But I want to know. Like, I I want to go through this movie again and watch it and see like at what point. Like, if there's any indication throughout the entire movie where Sam Raimi like hints that like this dude one day this dude's gonna be a fucking say bunch of corny ass one liners and like, chop people up with his hand. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Did he any, did he have any catchphrases that he was making up during the ending of this one? I can't think of any, I remember, but I don't think so. Oh, dude, I wish there was. Like one towards the end, like yeah, I'm handy as bitch. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Groovy. Oh, dude, <laughs> the the groovy has to live on. Oh man. I know I'm gonna be using it for a while. There, there, like I do see like some scenes he recycles in this from like Evil Dead Two to Evil Dead to onto Evil Dead Two. Yeah, not really recycle, but like he's on the premises where like he's in his room and his he just killed. Um, I think you no, know, his friend his friend just died, like the blonde dude just died. Okay, after like running under the forest. Yeah. And like, and like even though he's cut up on his face and everything, he's like slapping him around like, "Come on, wake up, wake up!" Yeah, that's not gonna work, dude. But like, every, like Austin his girlfriend's possessed, and like there's his sister down in the basement, and they're all laughing at him. Yeah, and all you hear is laughter, and he's like, "Stop it, stop it!" Yeah, and it's like just like a revolving thing. I feel like that like gets over into like Evil Dead Two, where like everything around him is laughing. Oh, dude. It's my favorite scene. That is. In any horror film. The best thing was the fucking ghost hand that he had to chop off in a second. But the creepiest part... The thing that I felt uneasy the most about in Evil Dead was the 
trees possessed by this evil spirit oh raping how did we not talk her. about that yet like i couldn't watch that part i, I literally had to walk out of my room for a couple minutes that until it was done so fucked up dude like Ooh. it and it's so slow yeah like i okay i have like a huge issue with people portraying rape rape in movies and stuff yeah. because like sometimes it just feels trivialized and like it um it like trivializes rape for a quick um shock value yeah which i really don't like because rape isn't something that we should use as like a tool to initiate shock i feel like it needs to be something that's discussed seriously yeah exactly but like that scene like it isn't it's it really disturbing wor- it works it, it but works it's to be disturbing really just dis- yeah like it's not like every other rape scene that you see like every time that i see a rape scene i'm put off by the movie Pretty much at that point. Yeah. But like this kind of pulled me in more in a way because I guess it's not another human doing it. It's a tree. Yeah. It's like you're just like, what the fuck? Was you watching Japanese anti and shit at this point? It's like, it was really uneasy to watch still. Like I was yeah. like, Damn. yeah, I will say that. Like, ah, I can't believe we haven't talked about that yet. Because that's, like, probably one of its more famous scenes. Yeah. Because it was just... It's probably, like, one of the most shocking... It probably one of the... Well, probably the most shocking um, moment in cinema history at that time. Yeah. And that that's the first part that... That's the first time that the spirit comes into the house, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Because she's finally possessed by it without knowing it. It was weird, though, because, like, I want Like, I kind of like how they don't ever really just um, explain why... Certain people get are able to get possessed and why others aren't. Yeah. But like it's really um like that scene and then also she gets possessed right after kind of explained it a little bit. Yeah. But god, that scene was gruesome. Fuck. Like it was so slow. It was. And it, like, it also made you think like, how the fuck did they do with that with all the Okay, yeah, that with was the really vines. Weird. You know, like I was like, damn. Like, I was surprised at how they did it. Like, I was like, the fucking things are really coiling really slowly. I don't like that. And, like, yeah. how the fuck did you do that? Like, that's what got me the first time I watched it. I was like, wow. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Oh, so. Oh. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just thought of how dirty that tree is. God damn it. You know? Like, there's bugs. Like, don't do that to the chick. I'm serious. The tree was nasty. Yeah. Fucking, I'm not even kidding. It was gross. Did you see it? No. One thing that weirded me out about, like, at the chick, like, later on, when she gets locked in the basement because she's, like, fully possessed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, that's another, like, sound design because, like, awesome, like... All you hear for a moment is, like, her first-person view and her breathing and, like, it's all, like coarse and like gross and everything yeah like they overdubbed that right like they used two voice yeah, probably things that's yeah that was like because i know they did that with uh the douche guy they did that with his voice it's a mixture yeah. of uh bruce campbell's and his okay. together yeah it's cool they I like to make it sound like more like weird yeah like like there's like multiple things that's one thing that i like too is like how it always gets me when fucking, like, how we portray demons in movies or cinema is, like, 
a double voiced creature. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. Like, Why I'm just like, that? damn, that's so cool. But like now it's been overused where it's like, uh huh. But like I don't know why, but like in this uh, movie it still got to me. It did. It was uh, even even watching it like, oh fuck, thirty years later. I wonder if it's almost thirty. I wonder if it's because it was more grittier quality. Probably. You know? Like I think that there's always more in grittier quality that gets us than like anything that we have today. Yeah. Because it's just like so raw. You know? You're like, damn. I wish I could do that with my voice. <sighs> yeah. This, we do a lot with our voices, like running this podcast. Always. If, if you like our podcast and want to tell us stuff, email at us at questions at prettypunk.net and go see us on iTunes. Yes. And give, give us a rating because we get a lot of help from that. And if you want any other people who might be interested in the Evil Dead and anything else that we make, share us with them. That'd Hell yeah, fun. dude. But other than that... I'm so excited for this month for all this. Oh, yeah. Next week we'll be watching Evil Dead 2. Also, check out the fucking TV show. Yeah. Like, no fucking... Like, get out there. Well, no, stay inside and watch the show. Or ha- throw a huge get-together projector party and watch it on a barn. Invite us because oh, dude, we yeah. don't have stars. Oh, my God. I would literally drive to your house <laughs> oh if you're God. in the St. Paul area. Like, I'm not even kidding. As long as you're not a creepy ass that potentially can kill me. But you're like a creepy ass who could potentially kill me. I probably am <laughs> creepier than all of them in the room. But it's like, I'll watch it with you. Uh, okay. Oh, man. But... See you next week. Love you.